Oh my god. Are we recording? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Body heat. Kathleen Turner. Romancing the stone. I'm ready. Oh, romancing the stone's a good one. Yeah, she's in that. Big fan of Kathleen Turner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have a silly bit today. Why? Ew. <laughs> I'll watch one of them Kathleen Turner movies from the 90s. Because <laughs> it just comes to me randomly, nice. and I think about it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine WrestleBoys, a podcast of four friends, made better friends, who love professional Eastside. wrestling. Matt. Zach. I'm Derek. <laughs> uh, we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. There's a lot. I actually looked them up. Um, now watch you blank on them. <laughs> oh, uh, there's, there's Chits and Chats. There's blank, there's blank Check. There's Blank Man. No, Blank Check is an incredible blank podcast. Blank Man? That fucking Wayne's, uh, that Wayne's vehicle? Yeah. Uh, blank Check is an incredible podcast that's actually going to do John Carpenter's filmography, <laughs> <laughs> which is what Chewbulgum and Kick-Ass is doing. Um, Already. Yeah. So listen to the original. Yeah, I mean, there's probably 300 John Carpenter podcasts, just like there are 3,000 wrestling podcasts. I've never heard. That's one. actually the exact number is 3,000. <laughs> yeah, 3,248. Yeah, 3,000 and late. Um, <laughs> thanks, Fergie. <laughs> I'm, I'm Apple D app, uh, and I'm from the Matrix. <laughs> um, I'm Zach. <laughs> you said your name already. Oh. You don't That's get to go twice. Um, Great name. <laughs> <laughs> we we just have a we're, we have a Zach doll here where it just says Zach phrases. Hold <laughs> <laughs> the string. Great name. <laughs> oh, um, this one's a couple years old. <laughs> <laughs> have a, do they do they update those toys now? Because like I would think like you could like plug it in or like toys like that where you can like get new phrases. If they don't do that, they should. They should. If you're listening and you don't do that, you should. There's I don't a think snake kids... in my TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I right? Think, I don't think kids like those kind of toys anymore. They just want their iPads. And that's the problem with these new kids. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, fuck in this, them in this pretty In this pretty warm room, we have once again gathered to discuss the state the four of affairs. <laughs> the four Rogans are back, and kids are in front of their God, fucking just imagine how insufferable four Rogans would be. Uh, we, it's, we we honestly we forced people to imagine how insufferable that was last week. Yeah, and we won't do that to you again. Yes, yeah, we, we just because did. we have mm-hmm. re- this weekend is WrestleMania. Yeah, backlash, backlash. Re- yes, yeah, that's right. Um, I stopped reading after the first word of the pay per view. Unfortunately, WrestleMania backlash brought to you by Army of the Dead and probably Snickers. Snickers does like to uh, sponsor them. Yeah, let's just get into the card and then talk about what happened. Why not? Okay. At the, on the on the shows leading up, uh, we had we have Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. I love that Braun's role is taking pins in matches where <laughs> uh, other two guys can't lose. I actually don't appreciate that because I proved to the world at WrestleMania one, the one that well not one but the one that happened a couple weeks ago. This is WrestleMania two. <laughs> But I proved to everyone that I'm actually really smart, and so I wish people would stop thinking that I was just there to take the fall. I'm probably going to be champion after this. Sounds like you're about to cry, Bron. <laughs> no, I'm just so impassioned. <laughs> Bron, at least you have a puppy to go home to. Oh, God, it's the only good thing I got going to do. What about the train noises? No, I don't like them anymore. They scare me. 
It looks like you're also still ready to storm the Capitol. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll stay ready so I don't have to get ready. He did post a picture in some very short shorts recently. He did, and I was kind of like, go oh, you, dude. Those are some thick boys. I still love that him and Drake Maverick are friends. <laughs> yeah. It's just the best because he's like Drake Maverick's the size of his thigh. Mm. They should oh, reboot no twins. Shit. They really should. <laughs> oh, I would watch that. WWE Studios twins t- twins reboot. My, uh, Mike the Miz Mizana would probably also be in it somehow. He would, oh, try to, he would be like a bad guy, though. He'd be like the bad like stepdad or something. Yeah, I don't know who the villain in twins was. But... <laughs> the Miz is Braun's stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest fucking <laughs> <laughs> Goes to a PTA meeting. John Cena's there because he's Fred's dad. <laughs> and it's true. That would be great. I, I do think if WWE Studios would just Page is an like, elf still for whatever reason. Yeah, like that yeah, yeah if, they, if they would just like, you know, if they would just fucking like pull the trigger and just make the most fun wrestler movie ever, it would change things around for them. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen Knucklehead? I've seen Knucklehead. Oh I've my seen God. The Chaperone. Have which, you actually? Which oh, yeah. Which one's um, Knucklehead? I want Big Show. With the Paul uh, White. You, Big Paul. You're underestimating Paul. Matt's um, ability to watch absolute shit. I <laughs> kind of think I thrive off of you, it. You did really like WCW, so. I did. What was the Fucking movie? got you, Bischoff. Oh, he still does. Man, fuck. What was it's the called AEW. Oh, I do, actually. Matt. Santa Slay? No, no. And that. I'm not going to sit here and ponder over it. I'll, I'll look it up and blurt it out randomly throughout okay, the episode. Okay, cool. Uh yeah. Uh I hope Bobby keeps it. I think it's cool. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think Drew may be winning it back. But because I don't think Bobby was supposed to have this long of a reign, but Yeah. Who fucking knows? I don't oh, know. They took getting, everything else from him. Getting into the news because of this, apparently Damian Priest and Alistair Black may be moving to Raw because they don't have baby faces. Because the baby faces are going to the tag division. Well now. Priest is already on Raw. Okay. But he's probably going to get moved up the card pretty quick. Also, I mean, because I think it's because he delivered on... The Bad Bunny? The, yeah, with mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and it, it did really well for him. And um, he had a really good, like, 24 or documentary or whatever. Chronicle. Oh, I think it was tight. a Chronicle. Did they talk about him killing a kid? Or wait, that was Eddie Kingston. Yeah, it was Eddie Kingston. That was gay. <laughs> no, Damien, uh, when they show, like... They were on the same show, though, right? They were on both on Impact? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Punishment Martini was a Ring of Honor. Oh, okay, okay. But I love that they show, like, him when he was, like, at his worst. He looked like shit. Like, no wonder he didn't get signed. Like, no wonder he didn't do anything. Because he also just said he didn't really care about that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Bianca, Verle- <laughs> Bianca Belair versus Bailey. They had a fun – I saw a fun little, uh, little promo off between them. I don't – I mean, this is one of those, like – you can't just throw the word WrestleMania in front of Backlash and make us think it's going to be a good pay-per-view. Yeah. You yes, can't you can. do that. You can't. Why not, pal? <laughs> WrestleMania SummerSlam. Because we've seen enough WrestleMania, we've seen enough Backlashes to know that uh, it's it's worth uh, losing an entire episode of podcast over. Yeah. Sometimes they're so bad. We almost mm. lost this one. <laughs> but it's going, yeah, we almost did. Uh, but uh, it, <laughs> it, it's going to be uh, a good match between them. Bailey, great. Bianca, great. Yeah. Me and Pam's looking wild, too. Like her hair's going crazy. They've never really wrestled, right? It'll be interesting to see their styles clash in the ring. I don't think any of them do the styles clash. Uh, Bailey does now. Does she call it the Faith Breaker like uh, Michelle McCool did? Yeah. Mm -hmm. God is dope clothing. (laughs) (laughs) I probably probably had some of those shirts without knowing. She called it the Yoshitatsu Breaker. (laughs) 
because he broke Yoshitatsu's neck. He did. Uh, also, in and case he every- also almost killed Roddy with it too. Mm-hmm. In case anyone was wondering, the movie I was thinking about was Countdown, starring Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> oh, woof. And uh, wait, he, is that the one where Rusev is like, uh-huh. like Rusev, but he has a gun? Yeah, because like somebody plants a bomb at like a raw taping, and like, but they're cops. Dolph Ziggler's a cop, and the chief of police is Kane. <laughs> Watch it. Countdown. That sounds dope. As Dude, it's fuck. on Netflix. I, I, is I, is it Glenn Jacobs playing a character? I wish it was like actually like <laughs> Kane though with the mask and the hair. Mm. No, every time Dolph Ziggler walks into the police chief's office, it's like boom, and like fire comes up. Fire comes out of the four corners of his desk. <laughs> That would make that movie. Like, it's like we have like better. these little lights here, just like just little fires. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Generate some paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. It, I, I'd hope he talked like he did when on that one um, counseling uh, promo they did with like him and Brian, like the anger management segments or whatever. Uh huh. And when Dr. he just Shelby. Like, yeah, Doctor Shelby and Scorpio Sky was there. He was Harold, but he was just like I, you know, I burned people. Alive. I've set multiple men on fire. I've tried to bury my brother alive. I've killed my father. I, ele- I electrocuted my boss's son's testicles, <laughs> and for reasons never quite explained. I have a fascination with Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, never I'll Pete, save. I'll more s- Pete Rose. No, I'll save it to the end of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh. What is it? Well, we also have a little bit of news to announce. Oh. oh. So, but I can't. We're in the middle of a card, so we'll do okay. that at the oh, end okay. of the podcast. <laughs> what news uh, do we have to announce? Um, The <laughs> nightly news. Uh, with Dan Rather? Yeah. yeah. Uh, We've got Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte. I think that Alexa is going to go after Charlotte because it was real strange. I thought, doesn't she have some sort of uh, enchanted doll that she's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that mm-hmm. like laughs. Over the loudspeaker. Yeah, yeah, but like the doll can't. It's like uh, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good. News that came out about Bray, why yeah. he's gone. That's why did why is it? Is it Bray? Like so, some stuff came out that Bray apparently is not dealing with Brody Lee's death well. Oh. Was not has not been for a while. Yeah. That's why he was gone before WrestleMania. Wow. Um, apparently, when he came back, um, Vince was not excited about you know the shape he was in like per like mentally yeah. or physically basically Oof. like you shouldn't be here yeah. that's why wrestlemania happened the way it did and why he's now written off again interesting to let him be home i knew it's like I, yeah. that's interesting too because at at mania when he popped out of the box he did the like uh you know call to the call out shout out to fucking brody and i was like mm-hmm. oh what a cool moment thinking about it now it's like that's really fucking sad yeah yeah I, I know it sucks, but good on Alexa for taking the thing and running with it. I mean, truly, I, I know it's not it really kind of does point a different great. perspective at it, where it's uh, that's kind of a shitty situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sucks. I wonder because Lexi seems like a little sweetheart. I wonder, I wonder if she's Dude, just, just palling like... around with Ryan Cabrera all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like in her and Braun when they were Team Little Big or whatever. Oh yeah, it's fun. Um, I just feel I, like- I had a good time, people locked me then. Now they just make fun of my tree. I was hoping for my first kiss. <laughs> Remember when Bray was, or Braun was a monster heel and also an elf in promo videos? Yeah, and that was like, that's probably in I was just trying to show my range. I don't appreciate you guys always criticizing me for trying to have fun too. <laughs> You're just being a bully like Shane McMahon. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Braun, just go shoot your go shoot your guns in the forest. You'll be fine. 
I can shoot my guns in the forest. <laughs> yeah, it's going, God. bud. Remember when he flipped an ambulance and it was literally the coolest thing? And like, everyone was like, we finally have our fucking monster that we everyone's been waiting for. And then they straight up ring of honored him and waited two, like three years to put the title on him. <laughs> uh-huh. True. Cook a hot meal and then throw it right in the I, freezer. Cultaholic does those like rank every champion ever videos, you know, and I watched the ring of honor one and almost half of them are like, he was great. They waited two years too long. Uh-huh. <laughs> Almost every single person, even up through like the top five, was, was that, like that. Uh, yeah. Is that one boring guy everyone hates? Still their champion, Matt Taven. No, no, he hasn't been for years. It's okay. Roosh right now, still right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. We got the Dirty Dogs. I didn't know it was spelled. The Dirty Dogs. dogs I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was spelled with a W. Uh, it should have been me. That. That rocks. Dude, countdown start. Dolph Ziggler. That's a good. That's a good name. I'm gonna steal the show because it should have been it also, me. It also sounds like a name. It also sounds like an AEW. It's Ziggler. It's Ziggler and Rude, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're like insurrectionists. I think. Yeah, that's the kind mm-hmm. of the the. Actually, they're like like their gimmick. I'm pretty sure is just Ben Shapiro. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure like the Dirty Dogs are supposed to be like like they're like a two man militia kind of a thing, but it's like. No one's gonna buy that, dude. You can't be like, you can't be knockoff shield. Call yourself the Dirty Dogs. The dirty Dogs just sound tight. It, you'd think so, but then you hear it like, they're on Raw, right? No, no SmackDown, SmackDown. They're SmackDown tag teams. I'm just tired of hearing the name, the Dirty Dogs. I'll never be tired of it. You say that now. Wait till the end of Sunday. <laughs> uh, They'll split up. Yeah, time now. Versus, they're fighting Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which father son tag I'm gonna team? Guess, you know, Ray and Dominic win this, and then. The Usos are gonna get involved in that, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ray is Roman's next challenger as tag team champion. Man, that'd be cool. Like, have the Usos going after them as a tag team, and Ray, like, going after Roman. That would be awesome. I mean, to to kick into that like a little bit on this most recent like SmackDown, that was whole, that was Jimmy's whole thing, right? Where he was like, "Yeah, you're the okay, so you're the head of the table. Like, what mm-hmm. happens when we win the tag titles and you lose your title? Like, are mm-hmm. we?" Are we at the head of the table then? And then Roman flips out on like that's not how this works. Yeah, I mean Roman's right. It's you not how it works. Do what I do. It's how it works, dude. But <laughs> it's yeah, not how it works. <laughs> Man, I'm the head of your fucking table now too. Um, this is all how Roman talks now. I can't have enough. I can't have any more wrestlers moving into my house. <laughs> it's my house now. I don't think Brett's gonna like hey, that. No, it's my house, Paige. Yeah, you guys have to camp. You guys can't. Move into our house. I don't know why my page is just old Greg. <laughs> it really is. Drink, um, drink Bailey's from the shoe page here. Yeah. God damn it, I hate old Greg. But yeah, Jimmy and Cesaro had a match on SmackDown. Roman yeah, yeah. and it was good. Like, of course, there was interference. It was a bullshit finish, but it was a good match while it lasted. Mm-hmm. There's that thing of like you do kind of wish, uh, but I think it's it makes sense. It's like yes, you want to maybe see somebody who comes back off the shelf uh, have a cool match that like can just go bell to bell. But at the same time, it's like. In service of this story, that is going to be probably the biggest thing of their careers as they keep going into this. Like certainly for Roman, this is like, I mean, this maybe isn't at, at quite there with the, as like the Shield yet, you know. But like he's well on his way to fucking the run of his career, run of mm-hmm. his career. And I think the mm-hmm. Usos are there too. This is one of the best runs like in a long time for anyone in WWE. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say Jimmy too is like he's come back and he just like. Jumped up to that level that Jay was at, like automatically. Yeah, showing like his like he's. We were talking about this before we started recording because we were hanging outside for an hour. Um, <laughs> uh, we weren't let in the building, Brett. We tried to sneak in. I almost genetted this fucking window. <laughs> yeah, I almost punched it 
like yeah. Goldberg did. I watched. Yeah. But um, he's like they've always had charisma, but they've been like, you know, either like the Uso Penitentiary stuff or the kind of like a like they would clown people. It's comedy. Mm-hmm. But now they really have got to flex like their like their range with like their promos and everything. And mm-hmm. it sounds real. Like mm-hmm. Everything sounds like real. Uh-huh. It doesn't sound fake scripted. Like they let them go out and talk like themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it really does feel like they're talking to like their family. And it's really good. Yeah, um, hearing Jimmy talk about the fucking tag titles like they mean a fucking shit actually makes you like he, he makes you feel like those titles might mean something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, they did trademark. Um, his new shirt that says, uh, was it no one's bitch? Nobody's bitch. Nobody's bitch. Yeah. Was it nobody's bad word, dude? How many, <laughs> how many fucking, how many bad word t-shirts that WWE putting out? You know? Well, just one, but, um, they also ha- AEW released one that was, uh, from Mox that says bitch AF. Bitch at. What? Yeah. Oh, did he say that in a promo once? I'm guessing so. All right. I want them to release a shirt with one of the Eddie Kingston promos, but it's just like the whole the shirt. whole thing. I would love it. Just tiny like, ass print, like those shirts that have the entire script of B movie on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's just get in Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. It's gonna be match of the card. Gotta be. Mm-hmm. Gotta um, be. I have a feel. What if Jimmy? Uh. That sucks. That's, that's, that's real. really not a good shirt. It does just say "bitch af," quote mocks. Bitch if, <laughs> bitch if. Um, he's what, trying to say Eric Bischoff. <laughs> what Maybe. if? What if Jimmy tries to interfere? I, what if Cesaro's the champion? He won't be. Um, I would love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, it would, well, it would end in a DQ if he interfered. Yeah, that's but, the thing. It's like what man, if like what if Jay tries to interfere? And then I think what's going to happen is Jay's going to try to interfere. Jimmy's going to stop him. And something's going to happen where we may not get a clean finish on this one. And they're going to continue the feud. And then the Usos are going to branch out into their own feud. And then Roman's going to have to be by himself trying to fight Cesaro. So at the next pay-per-view. Summerfest? Yeah, Summerfest. No, I think it's going to be Money in the Bank is next. Yeah. Great Balls of Fire. Uh, Great Balls of Fire is next. WrestleMania Great Balls of Fire. WrestleMania <laughs> Great Balls. Um, bring back Great Balls. Um <laughs> Uh, then Roman beats Cesaro there clean because he's the head of the mm-hmm. table. Yeah, they really haven't actually done too many like yeah non finishes. I don't think they've really done a non finish with Roman. There's been dirt like cheat to win finishes. Uh huh. Yeah, there's been like dirty finishes, but they've all kind of come to a conclusion. The I I, d- I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if like for Summerfest it's Roman versus Edge proper like just one on one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless a certain Brian comes back. Ryan Cranston. Brian Alver- Alvarez. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Brian as Alvarez. Hell yeah. The as Brian Kendrick. Yeah, the Brian Kendrick. He is still there. He is a mm-hmm. producer now. Oh, okay. Um, I also thought Jason Jordan was recently like promoted to he's like a like, top level yeah. producer now, which uh-huh. is wild. To ha- like in, in a couple years, did like go up that fast? Do you chucking all of a sudden you're chucking fucking rotten fro- produce at somebody, and then all of a sudden now you're head. I'm of glad creative. you said produce because that's what Michael what? Cole made sure and called it. It was produce. What I think is interesting, like aside from Triple H and Shawn Michaels, but the people who like run wrestling schools and are like pro- top producers in WWE are not people who you are you think of as good. Because like, the character, their their in ring is so good, but there's just not like with Brian Kendrick. I don't know his whole career. I mean, to fair, but it's like I don't think of him as a character guy. I think of him as a great wrestler. He became a great character guy, and that like initial two hundred five live. But it's kind of like the same but... like Sean Spears and stuff too, where it's like fundamentally like you. There's nothing to really critique, but there's just not a ton of character. 
that's gonna like be the Landstorm. Landstorm yeah. is a great producer because mm-hmm. he has like even when you listen to him, he has such a great mind for wrestling. Even gimmicks and all this, it's just like his thing was the the like the physical part of it, and he would go out there and he would still do the shitty little dance they gave him. And there was a while where like his gimmick was he had a huge dick. Which is not a bad gimmick to have. I mean, I mean not if you got a big old no. gimmick. The one thing I that WCW undeniably got right that WWE never did was Lance Storm with all the title belts and like the Canadian faction. Even though it was like a shit time in WCW, yeah, Team Canada, it was he was great for that. Yeah. Like they, it was so good. Like they did do the Un-Americans. <laughs> Lance Storm, Christian, and Test, was it? I think so. The testicles? (laughs) Oh, and then for whatever reason, Kane made a comeback, and I forgot who he saved. And, like, then Kane, like, was just waving a fucking American flag. Yeah, he came out and was, like, the patriotic surprise pop. Patriotic Kane? (laughs) Dude, patriotic Kane. I mean, now it it makes makes so much more sense. I honestly bet that that was, like, a backstage thing, like, maybe almost like a gift to him, like, of appreciation, like, hey, Glenn would like this. Yeah. Like Glenn, Glenn would appreciate. You know, I'd like to maybe uh, put my hat in the ring for a mayoral campaign one of these <laughs> years. Maybe I could just go wave that flag around. Yeah. It can get rid of the the vision of me setting Jim Ross on a fire. Um, Who's the next wrestler to get into politics? The Rock. Cody. Oh, no. oh fuck! Well, oh my god, we'll we'll wait to he's get t- into that. He's talked he... about it. Um, but um, kind of going to the producers. Uh, Brian Kendrick is. A fucking insane person, um, like are you saying, like character wise, bring a gun to work. No, no, he conspiracy theories. He loves weed. Um, okay. He just like will go off on. I've watched a lot of shoot interviews, like, listen to interviews with okay. him. like Bo Dallas, crazy. Yeah, similar, but like a little more like likable. Yeah, yeah, a little more measured. Also, like he he runs a wrestling company or did it was called Wrestling Pro Wrestling. That's right. great Re- name. Wrestling right. Pro Wrestling. That's as good as Washington Football Team. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then Hurricane is a great character and he's yeah. a producer. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he was a great worker. Um, Tyson Kidd's probably the like the poster boy for not a not a great character, but like. But he never mate. got a shot. Samoa Joe injured him. <laughs> well, you know, I think if uh, they wouldn't, <laughs> that's probably why they fired him is because uh, he was unsafe in the ring. It's kind of like uh, Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe just unsafe hurting Tyson Kidd. You know, Brett should really. I bet Brett really appreciates Tyson Kidd because finally he's not the like least character of the Hart family. Yeah, I I thought I had a pretty good character. I was a hero. Yeah, I, know I was the excellence of execution. Did. Brett, how do you feel about uh, Natalia and Tamina winning the tag titles? You know, the talent always will get over, and I think they're very talented. And You think Tamina's very talented? Um, I mean, she is uh, a good worker, but she's not like Natty because she was uh, trained in the heart dungeon, and so she's a heart, and so she could really work. But I think she even works better than her dad, but still not quite as good as me. <laughs> her, her her dad was a terrible, actually kind of a terrible worker. You know, he, was, he was a pretty good, strong guy, but you know, I was the one really taking the bumps and doing all the work, and he can come in and get the glory. But we, everybody knew who was... Uh, Really making that team, and it was me. Yeah, yeah. You're just a. Uh, you're really generous, you know. Where, who you just were, give so much to the. Well, I was talking about Tamina's dad, but who were the? Oh yeah, they're both. But not thinking about, but they're both terrible workers. <laughs> who are the top two, top three uh, workers when you were when you were around? Um, and you I can't mean, say yourself. I or would, Owen. I would probably <laughs> say. Uh, I mean, Shawn Michaels was really good, the boy toy, but uh, <laughs> the boy toy. But you know, he just um. Sometimes the things he would do just wouldn't make sense, and I'd be like, "Hey, sit down, let's talk about these things." And he, and you know, you're just young and didn't want to listen to the veterans. Um, and then you know, I always thought uh, one, two, three, kid was good. 
and I thought we had a really good match, and I kind of put him on the map on Monday Night Raw. I like the idea of Brett just still referring to him, <laughs> yeah. like decades later, as the one, I two, was, three kid. I was just hoping it would be Brett and Owen and no one else. <laughs> and then probably my brother Owen, and I made him too. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he turned his back on me, that's when he really got over. Also, Damien. out of your leg. Damien Priest versus The Midge is also on this card. The Midge? <laughs> the Midge. Damien Priest versus The Miz and Morrison has been the most broken. Midge from That 70s Show? <laughs> has been the most broken record fucking program this whole year. Poor Damien Priest got to be Bad Bunny's friend, and now he's just the guy who beats Miz and Morrison. You know, That's like, fine. Him and Morrison have good matches. Yeah, but and, you can but stop having so many. And, and it, it, The Miz is. The Midge? <laughs> the Miz is what? Mike Majanin? The Miz is what people tune in for. Like, Who? Like <laughs> I mean, casuals. Yeah. I guess maybe Wait, Miz what, and what casuals do you watch these days? <laughs> yeah, that's true. The twelve, the twelve people that tune in. The, uh, Miz and Mrs. is on after this. Like, yeah. Oh, Rod's on. It's kind of like so. When I was a little kid, I'd have my mom wake me up at seven forty-five on on Saturdays, no matter what, because Pokemon started at eight. Yeah. So I always caught about ten minutes of Ducktales. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think The Miz and Morrison are, are hit, you know, they're hit and miss. Like, sometimes they're hit and miss. And they sometimes, like, are, have really fun, funny stuff. Uh, I really just want Morrison to go on his own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I just, it just uh, sucks because Damian Priest, I just. I want my name to live forever. I do too, man. And I just don't know if being Bad Bunny's friend and then being the guy who beats up Miz uh, and Morrison is it, gonna. He's gonna elevate after yeah, this. It it not an it that doesn't help him in our eyes, I think. But it it's true. to people in the back, having a program with the Miz is a big deal. It, like, is, it is. He's like a gatekeeper. Like when you get to the next level, like you have to go through the Miz and Sheamus. Those are like the Miz, two. Sheamus, and Dolph. Yeah, you got to beat them. And Baron Corbin, when you're going to get into the main event, mm. you have to beat Baron Corbin first. So Shinsuke is right, right about to get that rocket strapped. Honestly, probably. <laughs> Honestly. They, they need fucking baby faces. They need baby bad. faces, and, like, you don't have Turn him. Turn Corbin baby face against Roman. Do it. Get out. <laughs> okay, get out right now. Go! Go! Uh, <laughs> take his phone. We're throwing it away. <laughs> Leave it. I'll, I'm gonna eat There's it. a hammer. <laughs> There's a hammer around here. You guys want to get hammered? <laughs> Just beat the shit of each other with a ball peen. That's uh, a good one, Paul. Um, but, like, yeah, you don't, like, have him, like, put that crown on and, like, evoke that, like, people's memories of King of Strong style. Yeah. Like, to that level without, like... Having a plan to elevate. Oh, I mean, WWE. He's an easy one to yeah. like. You can start instantly. Mm. It's like, oh, we need somebody on top. It's like, oh, Shinsuke, you're up now. Like you're gonna be doing stuff. It's like they could do that with like Jeff Hardy, like tomorrow. Like Jeff Hardy randomly is in a match like against like just to say Jinder Mahal twice and losing. Yeah, let's just say it's like, Sheamus. Like he just he's for whatever reason in the U.S. title match because Umberto Carrillo got hurt. Um, He's fine, but like yeah. the match ended weird. Yeah, but, and he could win, and it would be like, okay, yeah. So Jeff Hardy's just up now. It's it's an easy start. Yeah, and that's why it's good to have guys like that. And apparently, Jeff Hardy isn't getting buried or anything. They're just like, hey, we're not going with you right now, but you're yeah. fine. Like, oh. Nobody's worried about a spot or anything. Right. I mean, he, it's like he, he gets it. I mean, especially like Jinder. I mean, he's kind of a joke, obviously, but he's former WWE champion, and they're debuting a new faction for him. Like, it's, you got to give him a. You like, got to give him something. Got to give him something. You got to give him something. And Jeff be, Hardy's a good person because, like you said, like his legacy isn't hurt and, by giving Jinder the. And, 
And, like, Jinder's not good in the ring, obviously. And, like, when he was WWE champion, it turned real bad. Uh Like, the fucking racist promos against Shinsuke and shit. Yeah. I know, but those aren't him. And there were times when, like, his character work was almost something good. Like, like the Maharaja stuff, there was times. The presentation of it was really cool. Yeah. I I don't think he's ever, you know, going to be champion again. And he shouldn't be unless he something wild happens and he does a you know a Drew he Mac- good <laughs> he does a Drew McIntyre basically he goes on a pilgrimage and returns the prodigal wrestler mm. but uh, yeah. um you know but like having he's a solid option as like a mid card dude like mid card heel you know he's getting I mean he he's he's still bulking on that uh <laughs> still bulking on them roids still bulking he's still got that back knee I'm sure but uh, he doesn't look as big as he used to. No, he does. I I think because he's got injured a couple times. Like I think he might have slimmed down to be carrying less weight. Yeah, yeah. because uh, you know there's certain things that happen when you take steroids. One is you get a lot more muscle tears, and one is limp dick, and the other one is limp dick. That's but what they say, but a third is lactation. <laughs> he did get some boobs, but um, he yeah like Batista back in the day. Tore his quad walking his dog. And so whoa, 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 that's whoa. what happens when you are on steroids. Was Vince on steroids? <laughs> yes. Whoa. He very much was. Uh, you mean guy who went to federal court be- for trafficking steroids? Yeah, I thought he was just giving them to his friends. Have you seen? Okay, I want you to go watch his match at WrestleMania 19. <laughs> he is literally exploding. I mean, yeah. I have seen him, like, I watched that cut. recently. Him versus Hogan. Yeah, like he it bleeds is... so much in that match, and I think it's just his blood, like trying to escape his body. <laughs> I love when he fucking tore his both his quads jumping <laughs> in the ring. It's still one of my favorite fucking clips. Yeah, but like Batista, that's what happens when you're on steroids. That you're way more prone to muscle tears because your muscles are growing so fast. You're really They're tight. Tra- you're They're really you're, tight. You're traumatizing mm-hmm. your body, but mm-hmm. like it looks good for us viewers, I guess. There's a guy who yeah, actually... it turns me on. Dude, there's a oh Zach, have you been to ben, the Vince cap- when he's just sitting there, just like on the on the mat in uh, the Royal Rumble, just like looking pissed off, but also like, what do I do? And also gets me a little going. There's a big buff boy who uh, works out at the by the dog park that we take our dogs Is he to. Because that's the uh, only thing that can get me going these he days. He works out in his front yard and does right. like sprints up and down the street over at the Castle Hills dog park. This dude looks like a fucking wrestler, and every time we drive by, I'm just like, I want to know what those abs feel like, dude. <laughs> I won't. I won't talk to him. <laughs> hey, can I touch your abs? You should. You should drive by, on your guy's literal way out of town. And if he's there, you have to do it. Just me beep beep in the U-Haul truck. Like, hey, I'm. You'll never see me again. I really want to know what those feel like. <laughs> he just out there swings a kettlebell around in his driveway. Jesus. Fuck yeah, dude. He's He's like Raquel Gonzalez, like pre uh, gimmick change when she had the the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> Or Stan, I guess Stan Hansen gear. also did that but more famously. but <laughs> Her stupid fucking chaps pissed me off so much. Honestly, one of the best glow-ups in wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah, at least in a long time. Absolutely. Um, you still got abs on the mind. I, st- I lost my place because I was thinking about that fucking dude working out. Ask him if you can touch one ab. And No, because... You have to touch at least two. You got to feel that. I need to know what the fucking the separation feels like. Um, well, you start with one, yeah, and then you go. Can I ha- can I try another? Make sure oh. you have a wooden spoon with you, or so you have a like washboard and say, "I need, I need to compare." Yeah, is it really as they say? <laughs> um, or maybe some dirty clothes? <laughs> May I wash these on you, uh, on your sweat? The uh, we were talking about Shinsuke being the next king, and that was that's good stuff. I do think they're probably gonna bring back King of the Ring because that would be 
Oh, they should. Uh, I mean, yeah. What else I mean, they gonna fucking do in the summer? What I would. Uh, I mean, this would be a perfect like starting point to launch that. Like, it's it's King of Strong Style versus the King of the Ring right yeah. now. Like, bring that like bring that back. Have the finals be a rematch for this match. Like, It'd be fun if even have like Baron Corbin cheat to win in this one. If they didn't have the tournament and Shinsuke beats him in the finals. Yeah, that'd be great. Was was Remember how fucking over Gable was getting in that as the underdog as it went on? And then he just didn't win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really should have been Ricochet, but let's just not get into that. Oh, who? Uh, Trevor. So apparently Trevor. Ricochet and Mustafa are having a good time on main event. They are just killing yeah. it on main event. I'd, I'd almost, like, I'm sure both of them would want to be higher on the card and like on the main show and stuff. It seems like the two of them are basically taking this opportunity of, no one's paying attention. We're just going to go have indie matches. Like, And also, like, they're cool. cutting, like, really good promos and shit mm-hmm. online. And um, a lot of people aren't watching because it it's main event. Like, do we like, – it's like when Dana Brooke and Sarah Logan was the fucking main event feud for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's really cool stuff, and I think they're just trying to keep their name out there and keep doing stuff good because then one day Vince is just going to be randomly watching. Like, why aren't we doing anything with him? Worked with Zack Ryder and he became Intercontinental Champion from it at WrestleMania. <laughs> and Man. honestly, like I don't want to speculate on like yes, you do. What I of course that's what the fucking wrestling podcast yeah, I was is just all about. Say. I you know you think like there's rumors out there about like Trevor not being uh, the most uh, like easy to work with. Like dude thinks he kind of is owed the world. And I bet Ricochet, Ricochet, Trevor Dean Man, yeah, P- of, of Paducah of the Paducah Mans. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, you know, I imagine it's it could be a bit of a humbling experience to come up to the main card. Be like, all right, I'm the fucking shit. And the then, U.S. champion and then get squashed by Samoa Joe. Uh-huh, and now to, to be on the- Lone safe worker Samoa Joe. The main card, he's one of those guys that- you Unem- know, Unemployed Samoa We Joe. kind of like, you kind of imagine as soon as they get called up to the main card, they're going to just flourish, but that just wasn't the case. But I do think that does mean that as as like time goes on, there's really going to be that spot for Ricochet to fucking he, have his moment. He probably thinks right now, it's like he, he wants to be The Rock. And he's like, The Rock came in, was super hot, won the, the like Rocky My VA, won the Intercontinental title. Then he fell down the card and was um, getting booed. And nobody liked him. He's like, he's just waiting for his Nation of Domination moment. Because that's, that's probably what his head thing is like, The Rock had that downtime, and I'm The Rock too now. Yeah. I will be The Rock. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think, you know, it you know, maybe just hone his character a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I think it's working because like when he's cutting promos now in these videos, it's way better than... Like before, and he was like, oh, "I'm just happy to be here, Trevor." Yeah, man. he was, he was being like too much of like fucking super Superman style superhero. We're just like, yeah. well, superheroes are real. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they are. The new six thirties. They are. Um, yeah, double like yeah, it's just it's boring. Like, <laughs> like it was Vince McMahon. Like, he flies like a superhero, so he's a superhero now. Yeah. All right, what's Randy doing? Yeah. <laughs> Um, one little bit of news is Ooh. apparently um, pro-Israel people contacted WWE about Sami Zayn's comments against Israel mm-hmm. uh, with the whole Israel-Palestine conflict going on. Yeah. Sami Zayn was on TV this week, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, right. nothing would have happened. I know. I, yeah. <sighs> Sami Zayn's in the good graces of Vince McMahon. Yeah, um, Vince, Vince loves Sami. Like, there's no – look, just look at Sami. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Vince obviously loves him if he's on TV. Vince love one thing I think that we can say of the wild mind of Vince McMahon, he loves when people push back at him. Oh yeah. He loves when people are like like push just in general 
And Sami Zayn like seems like a like he that's all he does. He refuses to just be complacent in what's going on, and that's like the best thing about Sami. Even if Sami agrees with you on something, he's gonna argue with you about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. Oh. Just because he likes a conflict. Uh, but I mean, of it's course, like you find <laughs> out like an hour and a half later, you guys are agreeing on the fucking point. But it's just like, yeah, but it's just like, what? how did we get here? And he's like sh- standing up, just like fucking like moving his arms and like walking around all crazy. I'm sure if you like mentioned that concept to Ke- Kevin Owens, he would punch a locker <laughs> because you just have PTSD from car rides. Yeah, I'm just having to fucking hear it constantly. Um, should we talk about AEW or NXT? Let's go to a... Let's talk about the American... Let's talk about being what this fucking country means. (laughs) They don't call it the fucking British dream. You don't move here to to live the British dream. Yeah, that Um, makes sense because um, this isn't Great Britain. (laughs) um, I forgot what exact... uh, it's It's a nonprofit group that, like, studies the concept of, like, freedom in the world. Like, what countries actually, like... Citizens have the most freedom. Yeah, America is tied for uh, 17th most free nation uh, with uh, Great Britain. We we love... are exactly as free as the country as that uh-huh. other country. This country Can loves we escape from to be free. <laughs> loves to fucking pretend that we're on top of everything, of course. And Cody's promo, this pro-American promo, which yes, like uh, it, it it wrapped up in a place that was kind of satisfying for fans of the Rhodes family. It's like, yes, he's taking on the American Rhodes, the American dream <laughs> uh, moniker. And like, you know, Cody sure, Rose, you start your own home. company, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Not necessarily. I mean, you get the copyrights, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But like, man, that promo sucked ass. It was also like just mentioning, it's like, I'm going to have a like a like a biracial kid. It's like, okay, okay. It's like, wow, it doesn't seem like you're really – he started tearing up about it, and it was the most, like, he's he's so fascinated with himself and so up on himself that it's like he's, he's doing this thing of bringing an interracial baby into the world, and we deserve to fucking applaud him. It's like, dude, you if, if you fall in love with who you fall in love with and have a baby, that's cool, but don't use that as to get yourself over. This, yeah. this promo was I, – I just now realized what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a Cody Rhodes promo delivered by Will Ferrell portraying Cody Rhodes in a movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> written by Will Ferrell. Like, it, it's, like, so over the top, but said so earnestly that it feels like it has to be Very fake. much like Will Ferrell doing his George W. Bush, uh, like, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, it's, like, bringing up the biracial kid thing when you're the white one. Uh-huh, exactly. not allowed. Like, <laughs> when you are a rich famous Republican uber, uber privileged like guy from the south like you uh-huh. just like you don't get a free pass dude like it's like I'm sure I'm sure Brandy signed off on it but like right. Brandy doesn't speak for all people of color yeah and she's also like she's rich she's privileged like she like it is just so he, tone deaf to be like me I'm gonna be a baby face by bringing this up yeah and, like you didn't solve racism, Cody. And Brandy, you didn't yeah. do it. No, exactly. And it's like like you said, Matt, it's like using it to get over. It's not like him like trying to recognize it like for anything other than just like his wrestling character and trying to be a baby face and a good guy to his wrestling fans. It, it is somehow grosser than Bree and Daniel Bryan naming their kid after their, their company. company. <laughs> Dude, it it totally it's like and I for sure if it's like Cody, you're not the one 
to to get to cut this promo. Like you just don't you don't get to be that. It came across totally as like a shitty fucking. It felt like Ted Cruz if Ted Cruz had charisma. <laughs> it it like honestly like if if it was anyone else, like om- I like anyone else almost entirely in wrestling, I'd go, oh, this is like they he knows what he's doing. That's intentional. He's he's this is going to turn into a heel thing. Yeah. It's not. Mm-mm. He he 100% believes that this is a babyface thing. Yeah. And, you know, the reaction I, I've seen to it from people like that I generally agree with in, in wrestling, like on wrestling Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. has been the same. It's been, this is the fucking worst thing ever. Yeah. However, I, there is a dark, much larger part of the wrestling community, especially AEW stands, like mm-hmm. Reddit, like <laughs> ringside seats. Yeah. Or what was it called? Ringside Not, News. Ringside News. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or is that is that the Reddit? No. Cage side seats. K- no. Squared circle. Squared circle. Squared yeah. circle. R squared circle. R squared circle. That shit. Like, cause I subscribe. I get on Reddit occasionally and mm-hmm. like check it, and it's just like, oh nope, I'm leaving again. Uh, those people, it's a lot more split. There are a lot of people who actually do see this as next Dusty Roads. Man, chill. Saying this was his hard times promo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that fucking tweet that Brandy sent saying that promo gave me chills. Like it's just like Jesus. I also got chills, but it was because douche I was chills. just so embarrassed. Yeah, douche chills. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think AEW as like as history sees it is going to be a wild character study of what happens when you give a narcissist like everything he wants. Like, Versus Vince McMahon is a narcissist who earned everything. Exactly, he exactly. Like he, to an extent, you know, obviously he inherited the company and stuff, but like then he went out and took what he wanted. Uh huh. Cody Rhodes. Uh, has a billion, was, billionaire who gave him what he wanted. Uh-huh. He did like have to like take out a loan and sh- shift for like WrestleMania, and like he was really putting it all. Yeah, like, there's really make or break. There's plus, like, of, huge but, risk, right? But that, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Like he he went out and he earned a. He's a narcissist who then like won everything he won. Uh-huh. Like he's he's a he's a super competitive narcissist. He is a conquering dictator. Yeah. Versus Cody is that like is like a dictator shitty son who takes over when He's Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, Kim Jong Un versus and Vince McMahon is Kim Jong Il. It's like you use your WWE like, you know, like notoriety and notoriety name. to start hanging out with people who've already made their name for themselves and done the hard work. You yeah. just kind of waltz in. <laughs> waltz in there. Now we're a team and now we own this company. It's like and now they're not friends. And now I have my own show on TNT with my wife. My my, my wife. wife. My, nice. <laughs> Very nice. How much? Um, <laughs> uh like the roller coaster ride since literally since I got back into wrestling because Cody like got released yeah, and, like, put up the list literally as I started watching wrestling again. Like, the first wrestling podcast I listened to were talking about that. Um, and the way he kind of, like, earned good faith in the wrestling world and in me, yeah. like, the way he handled going on the indies, like, hitting, Im- going to Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, like, going everywhere, like, truly, like, and getting better in the ring because he really has. Like, yeah, like he, he totally- is a great in-ring storyteller yeah. uh, when someone – when he's not just up his own ass the whole time. I mean, the Cody Dustin match. Exactly. A masterpiece. Um, and, if but, South like, Wrestling was still a thing, he would be the fucking top. <laughs> oh, of the my God. Part. But, like, he just, man, he, the moment he had control over everything, uh-huh. he just, like, fucking, like, yeah. he, like, barfed on it, then threw it in the toilet, and then, like, sat, like, then stood in the toilet and tried to flush it and clogged <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yes. 
son of a plumber. <laughs> yeah, he's got a he's got he's a, a son of a son of a plumber. Yeah, he's got to call his grandpa's ghost and like to go come unclog that yeah. toilet that he's clogged with his own ego. <laughs> My foot stuck. <laughs> um, yeah, and that, that kind of leads into there is uh, we'll get into AEW and the rest of it, but there is rumors of some alleged heat between the EVPs, mm-hmm. and Cody has been noticeably absent from anything BTE for a while. Um, and there's like no interaction between like the Bucks and Kenny and Cody on any of the shows. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah, really are separate universes. Separate. Like, and has there been since it started? No, because like they would talk about the elite and everything like that, and yeah, it just it hasn't necessarily been like they've been like haven't really had feuds or anything together, but it's now like it feels different. There's like Cody used to always be involved in BT. I mean, that's kind of how we. Started really getting over with Bullet Club people mm-hmm. was because of that. That mm-hmm. fucking the fucking GIF, the, yep. the, the uh, I'm listening one. Yeah. yeah, and so um, since then it's just like, it's just been weird, and you can tell that like there's in different universes, and I think they probably purposefully do that, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of clashing and shit because they're all egomaniacs, mm-hmm. which you almost have to be when you're in wrestling. Anyway. What is surprising sure. is I think Kenny is the least. Egomaniac of all of them. Um, I I'm pretty sure he he uh, he is an egomaniac, but I still think he's the least. Like, yeah, you're probably, out of the Bucks and Cody. I think I think at the, maybe when the dust settles and it's all said and done, AEW is going to be remembered by Cody Rhodes taking that stupid sledgehammer to that throne. Yeah, because it was just once Vince so buys sim- AEW, it's so symbolic of how he feels about himself in the wrestling business that I I just think that. There is only room for one cook in, in mm-hmm. Cody's kitchen because he's just way too up his own ass. Where I do think the Bucks and everyone do un- uh, at least have an understanding, and I'm just speculating, but it's like I, I think they have an understanding like, okay, we have these channels, we have Tony Khan to go through, we have all these things, where Cody is kind of just this idea of like everything I touch will turn to gold, so give me my 10-minute entrances, we'll sacrifice another woman's match, and, uh, and I'm going to beat everybody. And it's cool, and it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. People will tune in. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny, and the Bucks seem like good collaborators. Um, Kenny, Where, Kenny, like seems to me like he is one of those people that like he won't necessarily be combative, but he thinks he's above a lot of things. Like he's too mm. cool for it. It's like the guy that he was wrestled like, a blow up doll. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking like his ideas. Like he he thinks so much more. He has a big brain, universe <laughs> brain. You know, that's Kenny's like. Oh, I'm just way above what you're doing, but I'll follow your cute little idea. In the wrestling world, what has Cody had to struggle for? And it was so like it was so like apparent in his like undeniable to or like undesirable to undeniable. It's like and we talked about it on the get show. Me fucking started exactly. On that. It's like where do you what do you think you had to struggle for in this business? Yeah, it's like somebody like Joey Janela. I you can say that shit like where like his charisma and like his shit like really made him so he was undeniable. Like he was gonna get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and Cody Rhodes was a fucking Intercontinental Champion, Tag Champion. He was groomed from day one in OBW because he was signed because his last name was Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of people that could have that story. It, Cody even, can't. I think even the Bucks, even the fucking uh, the Bucks got fired by Ring of Honor because Cornette was there. They got fired by Impact. Um, WWE snubbed them because of the whole Booker T handshake thing. A lot of people just didn't like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's me, the me Booker included. T handshake yeah. thing? They didn't shake his hand. And like, Booker T said it was like, thought it was like they were being disrespectful. Oh, okay. Because like you're supposed to go shake hands with the veterans, like hello. I'm Larry. They were just socially <laughs> anxious or something. Um, no, I just don't think they gave a shit. Oh, okay. yeah, I think they might have actually been. Being disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like how on on this week at Dynamite they did refer to themselves as like the 
like what the best Christians in wrestling or something like they, was, they said something that was just They're, like fuck see, y'all. Like, okay. Is Vince I, Russo right in their story? No. Okay. They. I hate. I kind. I'm so tired of the Bucks right now, and I. There's a lot of me that hates them. I know that there is at least the tiniest shred of self awareness when they say stuff like that. Though. Yeah. Because yeah. they are. They're. They're heels, and they've never. They don't bring that up. When until now, faces. until when they're healed. That's a good point. They did have the Christian AF shirt. <laughs> yeah. I'm true. Yeah. I, it, I it don't wasn't, know. They were heels in New Japan. But it, it does just go to that. Yeah. Cody and the rest of BTE have always existed on separate parts of the wrestling world. And then, yeah, like, they elevated each other. But then you start a company together, and it really just is like, man, maybe don't start businesses with your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It, this go. is like a super group that, like, has zero chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, wow, this sucks. Like the TV show Supergroup <laughs> on VH1 that had Ted Nugent. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember that. that. And it was and um, Sebastian from fucking yeah. Skid Row from yeah. Get yeah. Gilmore Girls. Sebastian Buck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he's on Gilmore Girls. Oh. It's the best. It's one of it's my so favorite good. parts of the like, show. He played. He's in like a shitty local band. He plays oh, yeah. himself though. Yeah, but he's yeah. Hi, I'm Gil. Also, before Chris we, Jericho wants to be me. Before we move on from he AE, can't sing like I can. Before we move on from uh, AEW, what about fucking Miro? Or, what about, yeah, oh. what about Orange Cassidy getting his clock cleaned? Actually, getting knocked out. He got KO'd by a fucking Living pump the gimmick. kick, dude. <laughs> That's not, I actually think they recovered well. When we were watching, it, I was like, "This is clunky as fuck." But I was really like, "Oh, this is something they had to make on the fly." Yeah, yeah it was good for that. That was it, they actually I think pulled together. It was really very well. strange, but now like when you know like what happened, like, okay, it makes a little more and, sense. And I, it was supposed to end a double count out, right? But like they still they had always, ten more minutes. They to always go. wanted it to be a triple threat. Oh, ten more minutes. They, of it was show? supposed to be a twenty minute. No, they're supposed to be a twenty minute match. Ten minutes in. Cassidy gets knocked out. Oh, so they okay. had to like call an audible trial.com slash WrestleBoysCast <laughs> to um they actually to- that that is no longer active. They ended the um that program. Uh let's, let's go see what Wait, happens. Wait, no, not Audible. Never mind. That was Stitcher. Stitcher ended <laughs> their affiliate program. Audible's still good. You uh, can also get uh Amazon Music through us. I think the same shit. But that's where like but that nice. yes, yeah, like commercial break happened, picture in picture, restaurant quality. And uh, on the fly, it's like, okay, have Kenny come out, knock out, pot, like, pack, and we'll just have a double count out now. I thought, I, like, given the circumstance, they actually recovered well, but it was clunky as shit. Mm. Uh, I am actually, like, I'm so much more interested. I know Kenny's obviously winning, but I know that I'm much more interested in the, the idea of this match, this weird, mm-hmm. weird triple threat. Me too. Me like, too. Because, like, can't, like... Say what you will about like a lot of stuff going on in AEW. Mm-hmm. It is, it is my least favorite wrestling program on TV on a weekly basis, and I include Raw in that. I can see why you might say that. That's, but that's fucking wrong. And because <laughs> Raw, I just don't care. Yeah, AEW makes me mad. AEW <laughs> makes me like okay. either okay. I enjoy it or it makes me so mad I forget I enjoyed the the last segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Raw has. Somehow Raw has more women's matches. Somehow. Because they'll have two, and they'll both be longer than three minutes. Yeah. Um, but, like, this match, like, all all three of them, I think, have good ca- – like, pa- like pa- Pack, 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 and um, – The bastard Pack. Uh, Adrian Neville and uh, Orange Cassidy have good chemistry. They, like, Fire Ant, right? Yeah. Um, and um, – Pack and and Kenny have really great chemistry. Oh they match- tore down that house on that fucking AEW uh, that dynamite episode. And so like it was like watching Oklahoma Sooners football. <laughs> just good. It's restaurant quality. Put some barbecue sauce on it. Sauce it. Good lord. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, it'll, I it'll think be, it'll be great. Re- really good. 
Yeah. I mean, Cassidy is probably. I don't know who. I don't know if they're going to make Cassidy take the pin. We'll see. Mm. I mean, Pac has a, a pin on Kenny, so Kenny can get it back, and it still doesn't hurt him that much. Like mm-hmm. because now they're one on one. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a triple threat. You can. You can. There are ways to even have it so like. Yeah. Pack can claim like, oh, I only got pinned because of it being a triple threat. Like somehow Orange Cassidy got him, like yeah. distracted him or something. Like, yeah, I think Cassidy. it'll be a, it'll be a way more interesting match as a as a triple threat. Yeah, um, Miro Miro beat Darby. It was um, a hell of a match. It was mm-hmm. a good match. I fucking hate 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 what AEW has to do with everything at the end of it. Let the fucking shit breathe. Let him just celebrate. You don't need to have fucking Lance Archer for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Right now. Yeah, you don't need I, to. I, I need him. Dude, absolutely. You don't need Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky to also run out. It's like, let Wait, the, why? To come beat up Darby. Yeah, it, they did not let Miro have his moment. And speaking to that, too, same thing, same episode. They did not let SCU have their breakup moment. Wow, they just, like, they cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. The, this fucking legendary tag team breaks up their and goes first to commercials. Their first tag champs, the company's first tag team champions, they... Lose to the Young Bucks and per their own stipulation, like nobody else put this on them. They said it themselves that if they once they lost the tag match, they would be done as a team. And so they had a, a match. There was blood everywhere. And yeah, Jesus. Uh, they, I'm Christ. sorry. I love you. Kick. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, Chris Daniels took the pin, and they're breaking up. And then they go to commercial break. And Jesus. they basically did the same thing to Miro when he wins the title off Darby. I. You don't need to have a million fucking things going. You don't. But WCW did. Yeah, it felt so WCW. Like that's the thing is like those comparisons like they're apt. Yeah, early on, you know, I like I I made those comparisons early on, like almost jokingly, like oh look, they're doing WCW shit, and now it's like like oh they're really just Jesus, doing like every single thing they do. Yeah, is like the and not there's good things in WCW. It's easy to forget like some of the thanks, really good, bro. The good. Not you. <laughs> um, the, like the good things they did, like because it got very quickly overwhelmed by bad. Yeah. Um, Shouldn't let Kevin Nash have the book. <laughs> See, you got a book for a show on Monday. And <laughs> there's another show on Thursday, and then another show on Monday. Just Kevin that, Nash that drinking pro- wine and shoot interviews is, is so that, funny. that that shoot interview is so funny. <laughs> talking about how hard it was to book a show, and he just kept saying like, "Well, there's there's this another show. There's all these days of the week. All these days of the week happens." Um, yeah, one no. of the one one of his shoot interviews, he was trying to say that he didn't have the book for. I was like, if I would have had the book, I would have given me and Scott a raise and put the strap on me. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> Except that Kevin and I, I remember I remind you, you could not walk by the time you had the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he, I, my favorite thing with Kevin Nash is when he was on commentary for Nitro. He's like, I booked myself the best angle, retirement. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty fucking funny. And then he rolled out like weeks later, like in the wheelchair, just oh god, that then just the best. stood up. He fucking he. If I was booking, I would I would I would do the same shit. I'm like I'm gonna fucking retire for a while, then I'm gonna come back and win the title. I'm gonna beat Goldberg. Book I'm gonna your, be the best. Book your own divorce. <laughs> someone else, but in th- that was Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but no, okay. So in that match, I did, I liked the part where Darby. Realized Dobby? he was when Dobby realized he wasn't gonna win, and Sting realized he wasn't oh, gonna that was, win. That was really good. And they bumped fists, and he still went for it. I was like, "That's cool, that's cool." Sting is one of the like most notable losers in wrestling history. So <laughs> that's he, fucking he, true. He has experience. 
Yeah, I, that was just a fun angle because, like, you know, like before the match even started, it was that thing where Miro just beat the hell out of him. It was that thing Darby could barely stand, but then the match itself probably went a good close to 10 minutes of, like, Darby having his moments to come back and that moment of just realizing it's not going to happen, but I'm not going to give up was like, that's kind of a fun way to do it. And then Miro wins. Cool. And then, like I say, suck the air out of the room. Just let it fucking breathe. Mm. Let it happen. Let everybody soak in the fact that the way they brought in Miro sucked. They know it sucked. And so, like, you're giving him a moment. Let it just fucking breathe. Let it Mm -hmm. sit there. Let us enjoy it. Not send Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page right out there, takes the shine away. Then, for whatever reason, Lance Archer, he's the king of this. Like, we're, as the show's running off, they're kind of running out and Jake's <laughs> holding them back. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Why? Just, just fucking stop. Just, like, just let 100%. We're not going to forget that you exist if we don't see you they for one feel, week. They feel like they, like, it, it seems like they feel like they're going to get canceled every week. Like, have, really like, have you, like, have you ever been, like, watching a TV show that you can tell is trying really hard not to get canceled? Like and they mm-hmm. keep just throwing cliffhangers yeah, and shit and totally like, do season finale cliffhangers and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Smallville ended on a cliffhanger and then the first episode of season two resolved that cliffhanger and then there was a time jump to the next <laughs> school year starting an episode. They're two. just like, all right, let's wrap that up. Now. It was obviously supposed to be the last episode of season one, and they're like, we don't want to get canceled. We have to give them a cliffhanger. That's what <laughs> AEW feels like every week. It really does. It really does. And like. I also just don't like I, I I'm really excited to eventually see that Miro and um oh shit, big big boner boy match. Lance Lance Archer. Lance, big boner Lance. Big boner Lance big Archer. Big boner Lance Archer. Um because that's just gonna be a violent match, but that shouldn't be Miro's first feud because like Lance Archer is more violent than him in ring and the whole thing and in this match. Do you think the yeah. first feud will be Scorpio Sky though? No, Scorpio and um and Ethan Page are going after Darby and Sting. Yeah. And so and you don't want to do two heels, and I think Archer is a babyface at the moment. Yeah, I just like it immediately like buries this destruction that we just saw from Miro. You need to have it and like go against other people he can destroy. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, go against like some of those like the small like geeks from fucking yeah dark. Just like throw him against like the acclaim. Throw him against mm-hmm. like private Joey Janela. Joey Janela's a great one. Yeah, beat the shit out of people like that. And then, then you have the big monster clash in a few months. Mm. Uh, at double or nothing. Yeah. Well, that's in a few weeks. Oh, right. Really Full gear. Out. Full yeah. gear then, yeah. Yeah. Full dog. Yeah, I would love that. I would love to see Miro just going on against, like, boys who are flipping. Yeah. Give me give me, give me, me him versus all the flippy like, boys. Ob- like, his WWE, like, booking was usually terrible. Except, like, his U.S. title run, like, yeah. his two U.S. title runs, like, go back and look, like, he was a destructive force. Like, his initial, like, run was actually pretty good. Yeah. Then he met John Cena. That was a lot of people. It, you know, but we got to have a good flag match. Hi, Bray Wyatt. Again. <laughs> Remember when he fucking just buried the shit out of Corbin and then left? Oh, that was, yeah, that was fantastic. That was, like, in our first summer of doing the, the podcast. Yeah. Called him a fucking skinny fat dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Beat the shit out of him in the match, and then him and Nikki were the one and two, and then they left right after. Uh, and that he during the match went on the commentary desk and put on that hat. Oh, <laughs> god, hell yeah, I miss him. Um, uh, thank you very much. Just it, scre- it just fucking it. screaming out the next fucking move in the match to the bleacher, uh, like the fucking uh, nosebleeds. I still love the Royal Room. Shinsuke now, now Shinsuke, <laughs> Shinsuke now. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much, guys. I like that you appreciate my work. Uh, yeah. Uh, you talk too much. Fast 9, coming out soon. Uh, I'm going to be caught up by then. Wait, June 20. I'm in something. every commercial. Honda? 
Mm-hmm. Experian. Yeah. That man's got his Pistachios. hands in a lot of pots. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to oh, yeah. narrate a new show for WWE, uh, too. Yeah, that's right. You About heels. I'm such a dynamic talker. WWE 2. W- it's WWE called WWE Evil. Evil, which is, don't fucking make me say E-Evil. <laughs> don't, WWE Evil? Oh, man, I'd love to hear Kurt Everything Angle try to say that. Double Evil? WWE Evil. Oh, crap. WWE Evil. Dub Weevil? Weevil. Dub Weevil, dude. What else happened on... Um... Um, Mox fought Yuji Nagata. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was a good match. That was, that was, it was that fun. Came out to Wild that. Thing. Is it the Wild Thing? Like, Wild Thing, You Make My Heart Sing? It, that's yeah. his new song. Mm. That rocks. Yeah, um, it's like a tribute to Onita. Yeah, yeah, mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I love this, too. Like, they, like, did it under New Japan rules. They made, like, a point of establishing that. Yeah, 20-second like, countouts, 60-second uh, time limit draw, or 60 minutes, 60, 60 seconds, se- boys. Also, uh, Cody's uh, got an entrance he's got to uh, do. Best Friends did a... a a one minute time limit match, 60, 60 second Iron Man match. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, um, a redacted show. Uh, oh, it was a, a redacted person show. We're not talking about that. Oh, person. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go into NXT. Let's fucking Next. do it, dude. Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez. I can see why they wanted they want people in there with Mercedes Martinez because she's a veteran and is helping walking through. Like the the people who are a little bit um, green, um, but never in this match. I think she was gonna win. But yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. That wasn't the point of this, but it's still like it's still an impressive win for Raquel as like a new champion. Um, it's just good for Raquel like to get reps with someone who like has like almost as many years of experience as like Raquel's been alive. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's still that good. And like Mercedes is still so impressively strong. Like doing like a fish that she did the fisherman buster to Raquel. Yeah. Like, and Raquel is huge. It's really like, impressive to yeah. see. Uh, awesome theory versus carrying across. This was a great squash match. Oh, I loved it. Especially cause like he fucking suplexed him on that fucking stack of dimes. He called the neck twice <laughs> real hard. And then, yeah. then after the match, Finn came out and says, oh. I don't wait in lines. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't wait in lines. I don't wait in lines. <laughs> I, just, I just tried to go off the cuff. I didn't think I about mean, it. I mean, it's me. It's Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> A different Bullet Club leader that was the Terminator. But, um, uh, but also talking about me? <laughs> yes, unfortunately, Ken. Uh, Tyson. Yeah, Ken. Um, Thank you. I'm going to go play some video games against Austin Creed. I have beat Resident Evil Village six times by now, probably. <laughs> Instead of, you know, coming up with good wrestling ideas. Um, uh, I also, I love the finish of this where fucking Karrion Cross just, like, puts the, like, the sleeper on yeah. on Austin Theory and then just elbows him in the back of the head while just looking at Johnny in the face. Like, it felt like Karrion, it felt like Karrion was uh, cucking Johnny. <laughs> like, I'm fucking right. your wife and, right and in front looking of you. you in the eye. Yeah. But he was fucking his, his fake son, his boy, <laughs> his young boy. Mm-hmm. But like, and just like, I, I love that too. Like you saw in Johnny's face because like Johnny's like, it, in promos talked about being NXT champion and stuff before. Like, and he's the North American champion right now. You could see like he was terrified of carrying. And like it's kind of like, oh, I'm not gonna get that belt. But I w- will never get that belt back. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Until I, cool Kyle beats carrying. It's not. At all the case. That's going to happen. It's unfortunately less than cool Kyle. He's going to turn the belt. It's not going to be a belt anymore. It's just going to be a championship fedora. 
<laughs> just a gold-plated fedora. It's like when Cody was the Ring of Honor champion. And he made, and he made it a, a fucking ring. ring. I would okay to be on if if Kyle came out in a gold-plated fedora <laughs> after he won and no belt, I would a hundred percent change my mind about this gimmick. It just turns it into an actual guitar. Uh, oh. uh, it reminds uh, so uh, a blow week. up guitar that you get at the fair. Hell yeah! Mm. We were talking about mm. the Fiend stuff because I, I hate the Alexa Bliss stuff. And then somebody said that it's like, it's like she's trying to be like Papa Shango's daughter. And I'm like, okay, if it turns out that she's Papa Shango's <laughs> daughter or Papa John's daughter, <laughs> then Papa Jongos, dude, Papa Jongo. Because like the, myself episode the, title the, idea, <laughs> the day of reckoning fucking thing, and it's like this is what he unleashes. He unleashed Alexa Bliss onto the. World. I mean, when Just, Papa when Papa Shango came out late for that interference at WrestleMania, he looked about as confused and sweaty as oh, Papa John. That's fucking true. He knew he <laughs> fucked up because Sid then had a kick out of the leg drop, and also they were in the Hoosier Dome, and that fucking entrance was a mile long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was, like so, he, like, so gassed. He was gassed doing his normal entrance. He, like, literally could barely do his two moves that he had to do in that match. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if Alexa Bliss started coming out as Mama Shango? <laughs> Mama Shango. <laughs> That'd be tight. Mama John's. Ma- Mama, Mama Jongo. <laughs> Uh, we had Cool Kyle versus Zony Lorkin. Cool. This is really I cool. I mean, it's just cool this dudes. Is, this is my shit. This Bobby, match. Bobby Fish yeah. returned. Yeah, he wasn't uh, absent like a, a certain Drake uh, talking about mask mandates. <laughs> Crying yeah. at a public meeting. Because pedophiles love when kids wear masks. Well, at least he didn't wear his NXT polo. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Their interaction was so weird, though. I I, I, lo- I loved the, the end of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, like... I'll see you when I see you. That was like that because, was cool because ships passing in the night. It kind of felt like, you know, like they both understand. We, you know, we're not a team right now. I don't know if we're on the same side or not. But like, it felt like Bobby owes this to Kyle just because of their history. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like I, I owe it to give him the save. But then, like, I gotta handle my own shit. Like, like I'm gonna let Kyle also spread his wings in. Fly, spread his fedora and fly. And I will spread my gills and suffocate because I'm not underwater. Spread your fedora and fly, <laughs> fly. Uh, Peter Dune murdered Leon Ruff. He did fucking murder him. I mean, this was it was cool though. It was so funny. So like the promo backstage that kind of set up Leon Ruff going crazy was he barges into Regal's office like I want a match tonight. It's like I'm cleared by the doctors and Regal was like a fucking teacher that was just bothered by a kid like mm-hmm. grade grubbing. <laughs> like, every, Get the fuck out of here. Every British person like. In, that talks about wrestling, like podcasts or like on YouTube or whatever that I ever heard talk about William Regal compares him to a schoolmaster, like a British <laughs> schoolmaster. So, and so then yeah, Leon Ruff is like answers the Peter Dune open challenge and then just gets shit fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. will happen. He's, I mean, he's great at selling. Like, he takes a hell of a beating. Yeah, the yeah. only thing I didn't like about this is like how similar um, the finish was, like the like. Put him in in a submission and start hitting him in the back of the head, like to the carrying cross thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, the only thing I didn't like is just like they even could have been on the same show, just separate, like put a couple, one or two more match, like move it like one more match further away. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, 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 uh, MSK versus Brizongo. This was fun. I liked it. Um, the Brizongo's ref. so good. Oh yeah, the ref 
doing Daryl. The, yeah, doing the the drop down and then the the leapfrog. That's cool. He, his leapfrog was real good because he didn't have the hype rate, and you see he kicks out his legs at the end. Like yeah, he's almost doing a full split like over the like oh, how little froggy does. A lot it. of those NXT refs are all former wrestlers, so mm. it's just like, he doesn't look like like he looks like he could be a former wrestler or whatever, but he doesn't look like a dude that could still be doing. A leapfrog, leapfrog like, like that, that yeah. and like holy shit like also that's, I, that's right he does work and live in a gym basically I, yeah I, I will say it did feel like Brizongo may be turning like they may be going to the dark side I'd love that Ooh. like um just do something different like yeah <laughs> just because like when they lost and like there's like that little hint of like oh are they gonna fucking attack him I think they might I think that's gonna set up them as heels that'd be mm-hmm. fun they originally were when they were just the fashion police yeah like, they play great heels. I mean that's yeah. They did, they got, they became baby pieces because they're just getting over from being funny, like yeah. from the fashion files. Mm. Mm-hmm. Remember when fucking Tyler Breeze was uh, dressed up as Nikki Bella or whatever? Mm-hmm. Remember that Magic and the Usos where he was an old lady and oh, then yeah. the janitor? Uh, yeah, and a janitor. The janitor I did, one was hilarious. It was so good. I just WWE posted clips from that on the social media recently for no reason. <laughs> Still proud of this. <laughs> Still proud of this. We really should have given them the straps, huh, guys? That, that, that SmackDown time was real fun. Mm. Yeah. And that's when I was cutting promo said it should have been me. Oh, God. Uh, Bronson Reed wants to fight Johnny Gargano in a cage. Yeah, they're going to do a cage match. So cage the, match uh, is no DQ, right? Yeah, correct. Why would you do that when he has a guy with him? Because you, you can't get in unless he climbs the cage. You don't think Austin would climb the cage? He's dead. He's not. He died. No. We saw his murder. It's go. just it's to keep him in. Just mm-hmm. just go with it. Yeah. Okay. Like I yes. just I feel Der- like Derek, it'd be less you're, it'd you're, be less scary. It'd be more impactful to have a normal wrestling match. Uh, well, you're ta- you're you're trying to apply logic to a thing where like you know, we were just Talking about how during a, a a match for a championship, Tyler Breeze dressed up as a janitor. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Um, Cameron Graham tried to buy a million dollar house for oh. twenty million dollars, but, but Ted DiBiase did it. Guess who's showing up to NXT this week? Live, Ted DiBiase. Tedward. Tedward DiBiase. Oh, they oh. also announced NXT in your house. Yes, is happening. So sick. And Todd Pettengill's gonna be back. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, hit row, fuck hit row. yeah, mm. hit fucking row. It um, was so they seem so fucking cool. It mm. seem like it seems like it's like the brainchild of Swerve. It's because it seems so. And and I'd say AJ updated. Francis, that's his name, right? AJ top dollar, yeah, top dollar. Like you can tell, like immediately, like man, he's got he he's got the charisma, he's got the character shit down. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he's almost like. A different, uh, just a different version of like what Pat McAfee is like coming from the NFL to like WWE and getting the personality thing, you know, like it's very different characters, but like gets it like immediately. I'm say because you can tell this is like the brainchild of them because like when you look at who's like booking NXT and stuff, like Shawn Michaels isn't gonna think of this, Triple H <laughs> isn't gonna think of yeah. this, Road Dog isn't thinking of this, you no. know, he wasn't a rap group with the. Uh, our uh, truth, K Quick at the time. Oh, and they had a song called "Get Rowdy." Tight. Um, but it's just like it's just it feels like a cool, amped up extension of things they're into, and that's what makes the best fucking shit. Like that's why the Street Profits got so over is because it was an extension of them, even though you could tell nobody in the back got what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it. It was getting over for so long just on Snapchat, mm-hmm. like. 
because no one got it. They're just like, yeah, yeah, fine, do that. Do yeah. whatever you want on social. We don't care. And also, yeah. I like since like that. Don't think we give them enough credit. Like WWE wasn't use like didn't have a Snapchat channel or anything, and they added one after the Street Profits. Like you can like yeah. get like WWE updates wow. through that app after mm-hmm. they realized there was success through the Street Profits. What what I really enjoy about it is like Swerve showed up. He's been it's like perfect timing because uh, Swerve was like. I didn't care about Swerve. He was a guy. I, I liked watching his matches. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. he was, like Who's I mean, house, runs house. Sir Swerve. I want to hear what oh, Swerve's my, beats sound like. My house page here, yeah. oh Greg. <laughs> but like he was just wrestling random people, and then he had this feud with Leon Ruff that gave him like a little more prominence, and then he comes out with this faction. And it's like, oh, I care about him now. He's mm-hmm. cool now. Yeah, it, he it, was always cool, but a, I just didn't care. This is a very NXT thing to do. That if, if unless you're like a huge, huge name, that just automatically like an Adam Cole, carrying um, cross. Yeah, you get you get like springboard at the top at that point. But like, look at Keith Lee. Like mm-hmm. he was there for a while, just kind of there hanging out, and then all of a sudden, it's like a year later. Like oh now we got something and then it elevates it huge. Mm. This kind of same with Swerve is like he's been there for a while, um, and now it's like oh okay now we got a whole gimmick and they finally got every, all the pieces together. So yeah, mm. they um, just need three more like metal musicians to to sign with NXT and Rick Boogs has his faction. Exactly. He should just join the Dirty Dogs. Hell yeah, he, he should. should. He should. Him and Dolph Ziggler probably would just be the most insufferable people just listening to Motley Crue just like on car rides for like eight hours straight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick, Rick Boogs literally can can legitimately shred Yeah, them. I like oh, watching yeah. his videos. <laughs> Where he's doing like really heavy like squats while, while shredding. shredding. <laughs> and his wife will be like, turn it down. <laughs> He's like, I can't. I'm the fucking Old Spice guy now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Hit Row is uh, Swerve Scott, Top Dalla, Ashanti, The Adonis, the Adonis. and B-Fab, who r- actually did rap with Juicy J. That wasn't – she actually did that. Hey, all right. Yeah. All right, B-Fab. Brianna um, Brandy. And even though they're uh, Death Row – like their rip off of Death Row, um, their their line is "If you don't know now, you know," which is a Biggie line. Right. So that's a little weird. That's, they're, co- they're called Hit Row. Hit Row. If you don't know now, they're you called know. Row Row. <laughs> I know it's super cool, and I also still love that Ashanti uh, Adonis. His the, nickname is the uh, the just the. Yeah. Um, the main event. A two out of three falls match for the cruiserweight Man. title. Fucking great, that's, great match. That's the coolest thing about it, to, in my eyes, is like the cruiserweight title, two hundred five live, which is not in existence anymore. Yes, but it is. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It's, and it's very, it's getting it's, good again. It's our, the best indie show you can watch every week. Well, it's always been good. Just no one gives a shit. Well, well now they, it's not just like Tony Nese versus Davari. They have yeah. more than four people on it. Yeah, but, they lost everyone like at once last year. But that the cruiserweight title main evented NXT, which rocks. Santos Escobar said in a promo that's true. It's like when he won the championship, like he brought it to prominence, and it's mm-hmm. true. Like it became a more elevated thing once he got there and he won the title. Um, and then now Kushida has it, and it's now main eventing. They're like presenting it now. Uh, it's fucking, it's like the, the cruiserweight title is like a fucking. It's like Swerve it took like a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of just meandering well, around. Now it's a problem. They they literally like repackaged the belt. Like it's not a gimmicky purple belt anymore. You know, like it it like it's a little thing, but like it just seems more legitimate because yeah. it, it doesn't seem like 
Oh, just another thing to sell toys. And Kushida is just such a content like like he's such a believable guy that like you have to you have to be like good and smart to get over him. Mm-hmm. And like uh it's just like you it, it's a really good champ and Escobar was too. I mean, he's a great champ, but I just don't think the story they just didn't the, the story wasn't there to really build that up where Kushida you don't even really need that much of a story. It's just like this guy likes Marty McFly. He's better at wrestling than most people. Mhm. That's, that's what else need. do you need to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm excited for um Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza to go against MSK. Mm-hmm. MSK yeah. came in Took them out real early, so I, I like when they do shit like that because then you just actually get the match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and instead you don't always have to worry about the interference and stuff. It's kind of like what they did at Mania, where like right away, like they got rid of Jey Uso, so then they could have the the three way match the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And I like when they do that just because I wanted to see the match, and then I got it. I got the bucket full match, and it was fucking great. Yep, mm-hmm. they're fantastic in the ring. They have great chemistry. Kushida's like this is the Kushida I remember. From uh, New Japan now, he's he's hit his stride. Mm-hmm. Santos Escobar is a fucking star, and I would not be surprised that if the reason why they are fine with letting Andrade go is because they have Santos Escobar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, Andrade's amazing. I I hate like that his like his like English like not being like super strong is something that holds him back. That's shitty and sucks. Mm-hmm. But. That's not an issue for Santos Escobar. Like he's a great talker. Yeah, and he just carries himself mm-hmm. like he's a fucking big deal. I mean, because he has been already. That's like, true. I mean, Andrade was too, but like not to that extent. Not to that extent, and not on TV in America. Which, like, even though he was under a mask and under a different character, Escobar was like yeah. as King Cuerno. Yeah, that's right. and it showed. Yeah, yeah. like. King Cuerno is one of the best parts of of Lucha. Lucha. It sho- it shows weekly, just like in like its promos, his delivery, the way he car- it shows that he was a big star places, mm-hmm. and he was like a focal point. Yeah, wears a suit well. He's a handsome guy. He's a very handsome guy. Also, Raul Mendoza always looks real sharp in a suit too. Mm-hmm. 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 Walking Wild is also there. He's yeah. there. <laughs> he also wears suits. Mm-hmm. He's he's fine. Yeah, he's a good. He looks looking better dude. with hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. We got questions. Do we have time for questions? We have I, one. I, I can. I can. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um. Let's answer some questions from our friends and our fans. Um. Let me go to, to answer Brad's question. Wait, I believe the term is creamers. Yeah, it's cream. Nation. Yeah, the cream team, the cream nation. Um. Brad's question was like, who would like? What would be like the best match of passed away wrestlers? Uh. Probably Owen and Eddie. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. That would be the one. Uh, I, uh, I was going to put Eddie in it. Uh, yeah, Owen and Eddie. Owen 100%. and Eddie would be just fucking fantastic. Mm. If you, it, you know, throw a redacted name in there to make it a triple threat, you know. Yeah. And just wrestling-wise, holy shit. Why do you want Michael Elgin in that match? <laughs> Jesus. He died? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Nobody Yay. told me. <laughs> no, but I think that, that that's the match. Mm. Be fucking great. Yeah. I was trying to think of a dumb answer, but I really can't. Don't need one. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was from Bryson. Fuck you. Um, actually, shout out Bryson. You're on. Bryson, fuck really you. You're the best. <laughs> uh, shit. First one is for Esai and Zach mostly. But do you think we'll ever see Super Dragon in an AEW ring? No. No. no after no. after his last PWG run where he got injured, he's done. Yeah. Also, I I. 
Like, well, like there'd be no point because the people I'd also like he'd want to fight would be like the Bucks, but Excalibur's not going to come back and wrestle. Yeah, like, that'd like, have to be his tag team partners because their whole history. Mm-hmm. Or he'd have to fight Excalibur, which would be there'd be no reason for it. Yeah, I was gonna say like if anything, like like that DDP tag match, you know, like that level of getting involved, which yeah. is not a lot. Um, but I just, I here's what I was, I could see it happening, but I don't think it should, and I don't like. If Super Dragon's gonna come back, I want him to destroy somebody, but I don't think he physically can because yeah. his style just fucked him and other people up. And also, he'd have to beat up Excalibur, like. We made you watch those matches, didn't we, me and Brady? I don't think so. Well, there's he. I'll send some shit out. He used to murder Excalibur, just fucking kill him. There's a reason why Excalibur quit wrestling really early. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, this is a creamy question. Would you rather never come again, or always feel like you need to poop? Always feel like you need to poop. It's like edging, but for your butt. Yeah. Yeah, I'd get. You'd get used to the feeling. You'd get used to the feeling. Mm-hmm. You'd get used to the feeling. And then you would figure out when you actually need to poop. And jizzing's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Creaming on stuff is cool. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, what are you doing? Are you just creaming on random objects? What stuff? (laughs) Hey, that's not for us to know. A toaster, a blender. I know your roommates. My cat. um, (laughs) I'm going to... I'm gonna tell them. Yeah, we're gonna have <laughs> everything's to covered in his jizz. <laughs> it's my fucking house. I bought this house. I'll come where I want. I'm on the lease. <laughs> I bought the house. I'll come in the goddamn sink if I want to. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and I have. And that is your right. That's your right as a homeowner. Yeah, he, he, I look forward to. Finding he puts these. his hog in the garbage disposal, but doesn't turn it on. He just yeah. likes the thought. Yeah. Just One like, time I did turn it on. That was scary. Just one time in general, you turned on your garbage disposal and got ah! scared. What was yeah. that noise? What the fuck is there a monster down there? It's eating all my lettuce. <laughs> all my produce. Some final dickstination. Oh, man, that's a movie I'd check out once. <laughs> you probably already have it through oh. knowledge of erotic thrillers. Oh, this is, if it was made in the 90s? Maybe. Mm, this is a snuff film. Starring <laughs> Kathleen Turner Overdrive? If it starred Kathleen Turner in the 90s, I'm probably aware of it. <laughs> um, is hot dog water considered broth? Yes. Yeah. 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 If there's one wrestler you could repackage with a whole new gimmick and everything, who would it be and what would you give them? Baron Corbin as bumbling, like, bumbling idiot. Like, very self-aware dum-dum. Actually make him what I've literally wanted him to be since this podcast started. Yeah. Because I literally think I would be a fan of him. If, like, they leaned into make, like, make him like Kurt, like, bumbling idiot Kurt Angle. Like, have him, and especially, like, when he was raw, like, Whatever he was, it wasn't even GM. I forgot what they fucking called him. Constable. Constable. The Constable Corbin. Like, dude. Literally have him buried under paperwork more and more by the week until like yeah. Have him like backstage like sweating trying to like finish paperwork and have someone come in and just, Adam Pierce. Just Adam drops Pierce a- drops literally like a huge stack of papers like on his head. Hey, we'll need these done by the end of the night, buddy. Mm. <laughs> like that's what I want. Lock up on the way out. Yeah, that'd be good. Causes him the keys. Yeah, I would like. I mean, there's still plenty of time for it. I I would have liked if maybe straight out of the gate, um, I mean, if the character was there, I would have loved to see like Dominic fucking straight turn on his father right away. But it it could have. I mean, it still it's, probably could happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, his dad's dead. So, oh, that's true. The money. Well, no, the latter match decided that Ray could be dad. <laughs> but in kayfabe, in that 
He is genetically Eddie's son. <laughs> Kayfabe, rest in peace to your dad, Dominic. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kind of blanking on other ones. But Maybe uh, like Braun is like a monster heel or something. Yeah, Braun I mean, flipping just, that. Just have, have him flip more ambulances. Yeah, have Braun go back to being what he was. Like, I I had this idea for Apollo Crews, but I mean, it can really be anybody that is a... Just super athletic, but maybe not the best talker. Chad Gable. Well, Chad Gable can talk. Oh, he, Chad Gable's really oddly charismatic. Um, okay, uh, there's two. Chad Gable would have been Kurt Angle's son. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yeah, one, that, that, one. that was the dumbest thing. Um, that that would be number one. He just, <laughs> would just change that all around. Uh, number two would be you can put really anybody. Well, I'll just use Ricochet as this, and you bring up Malcolm Bivens mm. as his manager or his agent, and you make Ricochet like kind of like the MVP character, like when he first came, where he's like the super like hot athlete who like is super into himself, like the quote unquote like diva wide receiver, you know, mm. in football, and he's the, just um, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire. Yeah, there you go. Mm. That show me the money, and all you got to do is you have Bivens be his agent. He talks for him since you don't really want to hear the southern drawl of Trevor Mann, and he can then pull everything off that he talks about. So he is really good, but he thinks he's even better. Mm-hmm. I, that would be great. I do think Ricochet would really benefit from someone like Bivens. This yeah. is, I mean, this is all I can think of now because you mentioned Bivens and I. Brian Kendrick is I a want, gi- giant banana. I want, <laughs> that would be tight. I want more Bivens. Um, Bivens training under Paul Heyman and then finding a guy to beat. Paul Heyman's guy. It would be fun. To so have, like, this backstage would, protege. No, like, it would be really funny to me is if they did that, but it's like a comedic relief. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. It'd be where funny. It's like Zach, you'll remember this. I don't know if you will, Matt. I know you won't. Um, when Matt Hardy version one had Shannon Moore. Yep. Oh yeah. His little was, mf'er. His little mf'er. But then Shannon Moore had Crash Holly, who was his moron. Mm-hmm. Just have it continue going down. Yeah. And so it's like... <laughs> There's kind of that with um, Hurricane and then Rosie, Rosie and then and, uh, yeah. Mighty Molly, too. Like, it was just like a chain And of, Super like, Stacy. Mm-hmm. Who else was in their little group? They, Me. Lance Storm, I think, was a superhero for a minute. Little Boy Oyster. Oh, Oyster. Little Boy Oyster. <laughs> hey, Oyster. But no, it'd be, it'd be funny. It's like he has, like... It's like, you know, Paul Heyman has Roman Reigns. And then so, like, Malcolm Bivens just has some random guy, but he tries to dress he, him he like Roman He has Robert Stone. Tries to dress him like Roman Reigns, and then oh. like they have, then Bivens is then tra- training Robert Stone too, mm-hmm. and he has like his geek. He has um, Aaliyah <laughs> dresses Roman Reigns. Oh man, in the shield vest, and she comes out to the the shield music. Oh yeah, but it's like Roman's vest, so it's just like a dress <laughs> just on her, draped. She, I mean, yeah, she could probably yeah just wear it as a dress. Mm. That's another one. I would have kept Kurt Angle in the shield longer. Mm. Just have him literally be their dad. Like <laughs> just reading the paper as like they come into the locker room. Hey pops. It looks like I actually have four illegitimate children. <laughs> Kurt Angle goes out and does a promo about his biracial child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cries. All right, here's my the newest this will be the last one. It's Kurt Angle ends up being the dad of like half the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> like super revealed that like super actually... Christian like Moral high ground, like in real life, guy Kurt yeah. Angle, like. and then him and Ric Flair have a match because Ric Flair's like, I thought I fucked. A they lot. just have like a twenty three and me off, where like they fucking just see who has the most biological. You children. Fi- find That's... out that Charlotte is actually Kurt Angle's. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Kid. And so then they have like a ten on ten like Survivor Series style match to see which family's better. <laughs> 
God, all like <laughs> the battle yeah, of the illegitimate no, cu- children. Custom, custody paper ladder match, but for all of them, <laughs> David Flair has to fucking come out of retirement. Oh my god, yeah, that would be the His best. Rosy ass cheeks, looking like a like church guitar player these <laughs> days. Oh yeah. Okay, here's my last one. I would rebook uh, David Arquette as a EW champion. I mean, it's Wait. inevitable. I mean, if they keep following the WCW trajectory, we'll see that in, like, what, six yeah. or seven years? DDP will come back, have one more match, <laughs> win it, and somehow make David Arquette the champion. Um, my other answer actually would have been my Cameron Grimes uh, thing that came that through literally a week true. later. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've answered this before. If you were, You should fucking know this because you've listened to every episode, you fucking dumb fuck. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? We've answered it. Jeez. Yeah. You know what, Bryson? Listen back again and find out. <laughs> and let us know because I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I I don't remember either. I've answered this question so much in my life that I. You are, you're a food guy. It's very long. <laughs> you're like it's, the it's, Golden Corral. You're like a, a little, wife guy, but food. Yeah. It's a little bit of stuff from a lot of places. A little bit of my cane. <laughs> yeah. A little it bit of canes be, in my bag. All of the women from the Mama Number no. 5 song. That is That's my, your last, my last meal, dog? Death row meal. <laughs> oh, that's one of those gross <laughs> things to <laughs> say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, um, what are you talking about? You cannibal or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, we're talking about the guy who comes Army, on everything. No. Now he just wants to eat. We're talking about Army Hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My my, my last meal, I just want some women. <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit of put. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to start, just say it. No, dude. <laughs> uh, just, uh, you're making us think it instead of you saying it. That's on you, dude. That's on you. You don't know what I was going to finish by saying. Pussy. <laughs> I was going to say a little bit of pudding, dude. <laughs> Give me a little bit of pudding. Dip my tongue in some pudding. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I I would literally. Daddy kill. wants a snack pack. Just to talking about right now and just what I'm craving. I'd kill. I'd literally kill and go to death row for just a prano pup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a good old corn dog. Like I love. I I eat corn dogs all the time. I have an air fryer, but um, this is just a corn dog machine. I would love but that, dude. Pron- it, pron- you just can't be prano pup. Yeah, that's good. So you say that you cream on objects. Have you ever creamed on pudding cup? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let me think. Yes, of course. I had to make my own swirl since I didn't have any of the vanilla. Yeah. They were out of my favorite. <laughs> Tapioca. I uh, didn't yeah. have any of the chocolate and cum yeah. swirl. So. Tapioca. That's, that's vanilla. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Let's answer questions from Blurg. Yeah. Uh, what is the best salad dressing? Italian. Blue cheese. Ooh. 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 What do I Come? put? Come, <laughs> mm, Uh I like a Caesar, My, dude. Yeah. I, I, like a, I, I like a good Caesar. I'll I do take like a Caesar. I eat a lot of kale Caesar salads, but I love blue cheese. I'm not one of those healthy salad guys. No. I'll put ranch or fuck no ham or, cubes. Yeah, like I mean, ranch. I'm thinking of Idaho Pizza Company salad. Yeah. Bar, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Idaho Pizza Ranch is the greatest ranch that exists. It really it's is among the only ranch that I don't like. Really hate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had I dated a person in high school who put ranch on literally everything, including my food. Uh, well, that's just that's just that's unacceptable. Mean. That's rude. Like I'd just be like, no, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> like no, trust and me, you I like, like it. It, it, it kind of ruined ranch for me. Italian dressing is just the way to go. Yeah. Italian dressing's good. Um, yeah. Besides my own mammal sauce. Um, oh God, <laughs> mammal sauce. Woo, I wasn't ready for that. ropes on some lettuce. <laughs> There's a song. I don't remember who it's by. It sounds awful. My mammal sauce is the best mammal sauce, so give me a bucket of tang. 
I don't understand. Oh no! Oh. The astronaut drink? Oh. Well, it's a reference for something else. Pudding. Oh. Pudding. Pussy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that part. Well, because I don't the Rock used to say Pudang. Pudang pie. Oh. Pudang, dude. He wants to buy the bucket full. <laughs> um, I'm just leaning into this cum. guy right now. Hey, why not? Would that you... is what we are—the Ease Drop Cum podcast. So. Yeah. Jizz dot biz. Jizz dot jizz. Would you rather have to have a match with Nick Gage or Shibata, neither one holding back? Shibata, because it'll just be mm. like, Ugh. I'll hurt, but I won't like worry about scarring and getting like, yeah, really the, bad. Yeah, the not holding back thing, specifically, because like Nick Gage, like I you know, had the discussion with him of like, hey, I'll I'll take like cuts and shit, and I've heard from like, there are a lot of deathmatch wrestlers who say like, yeah, like cuts heal better, easier than concussions. Concussions, yeah. Um, but like the not holding back thing, like there's a level of deathmatch where you're just like murdering. That's I, the, that's the thing. I would like, honestly, because I just am such a fan of deathmatch wrestling, I would have to go with the deathmatch with Nick Gage. <laughs> I can at least protect my head when a kick's coming. Like he has a fucking pizza slicer. You're you're getting pizza sliced. That's yeah. the thing. But I, I if 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 I'm gonna if I for as much as I enjoy deathmatch wrestling, if I had the opportunity. It's like you have to do one of these. I'd be like, well, it would be really foolish for me not to, maybe you know, uh, not not take it up. That's actually like how I feel about like Shibata's style of wrestling, yeah. or you know, just like that really physical. It's and, like, like you love it so much, really like, like might as well you know, experience the style. Thing. Yeah, like that's how I feel about it too. It's like I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me, but like, yeah, I'll experience it. Yeah, if I'm gonna have a fucking, if I'm gonna have a burger, I want it to be gourmet, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely Shibata. I don't want to get hurt by Nick Gage. Something tells me that your adrenaline's going so much that the worst part would be the day after, the next day after. I think in the moment, I could probably it, the second I get hit with like one light tube, I think that switch goes off where you're like, I can I can take a whoop in for this isn't this. There's no way this is gonna last I more mean, than a few minutes. I mean, if I was in the ring with Nick Gage, I would just respect him and not piss him off, and he might. He might be would, a little more chill. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's not holding back, but he's—I mean—he's not out there murdering fools. Like, yeah, the, he's a very professional other, man. Exactly, he is. The other part, though, is I—I think, I think there is more of a side to him that is on. Like, not saying he's not professional, but there is a side to him that can get pissed off like that. Oh, oh yeah, Shibata, I think, is much more in in character. Like, yeah, he's a very intense person, but you see, like, what he's like in real life, and yeah. like. I think it's much more of a character than uh, Nick. Nick Gage is it's himself turned up to eleven. Shibata, and he's already turned up to ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shibata is like is his character is fighter. Yeah. It turned up to eleven. You know, like I just I would feel safer. Being That's able crazy to and, me. I think honestly, I would rather get dumped on a fucking stack of thumbtacks than sh- trade strikes with Shibata. Oh, I'm not gonna trade with him. I'm just gonna I'll literally. Hit him. Co- I'll, I'll fucking punch him right in the mouth. If he's not holding back, he's gonna be mad. At, he's gonna be even more mad if you do. Yeah, you know what? Fight and I hit him now. Like, he that's runs. True. He'll get more damage than me because he has fucking brain injuries. <laughs> that's another part of it. <laughs> I'll reconcuss his ass. Yeah, <laughs> fucking put him right back with a nice stiff shot, <laughs> and and, th- and then like he will snap out of it and then beat the living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd rather take a PK than like. A yeah. fucking pizza cutter. Yeah. Interesting. Also, he'll put me in any hold and I'll just tap real quick. That's true, mm-hmm. too. The match could be over pretty Nick quick. Nick Gage ain't putting me in any holds. Mm-hmm. If so, it is, it's to cut your face with a pizza cutter. That's like, true. I want it. I'll take it. How many pillows do you sleep with? Um, Sexually? <laughs> <laughs> One. Were you, were you a pillow humper as a kid? 
I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily a rub it on things kind of guy. I was. And a pillow princess. I was. I was well acquainted with it, you know. <laughs> but it was more intimate than than you know. So kept, just one pillow. You just uh, you're a single pillow guy. I do sl- when I when I genuinely lay my head to rest. I sleep on a single pillow, but it is propped up against another pillow. Mm. Mm. Uh, three. I sleep I, with I sleep with one pillow. I have I have four that are on there. Like so that's my propped up one. Like we're watching TV and stuff. Then I that one kind of leaves the situation. And I have three. We do have a body pillow. That, I'm a fucking psycho. We do have a body pillow legitimately that like separates Katie and I. Oh, like the mm. Lucy style too. I mean, yeah, it's because we're it's good. It's because we're repulsed by each other. No, it's like it, it's because you're in a TV show in the fifties. Yeah, it's actually really comfy. I love having a body pillow there. Well, actually, it's not a body pillow. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I snake in there. Shimmy bre- in. Little bready pillow. And you think bed. it's a body pillow because he wears like old man nightgown <laughs> with the hat. Too. With the hat too. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, just fucking Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, the fucking candle. Scrooge heart. He, he walks into your room with like a <laughs> candle, blows it out. Uh, I night, got, I got, Matt. <laughs> I got, I got an elaborate setup. I got, I got two pillows, and then I'm not ashamed to say I have, I have some teddy bears that I use as pillows too, and, and also snuggle with. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I got, I got my the one that I've had literally my whole life. His name is Wellington. And then the other one I had, not as long, but he's the big one. I, 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 I hold on to. His name is Bear. Hell yeah, nice. Hell yeah, I do. I, I like. I do have a. I, with the thing with the body pillow, sometimes I like to just fucking like <laughs> fuck it. Hmm? I mean, I technically straddle it sometimes. Or does it fuck you? I mean, what happens under the cover of night? I may be half asleep under Brett's jacket. <laughs> yeah, Brett's marital bed, my marital bed that Brett sleeps in. Uh, <laughs> I should say, but so, uh, my here's my question: Is is Brett more like his um, character work in, in bed or more like his in-ring work in bed? Like, he would say he's probably a 10 in the sheets and a 10 in the pillow talk. But if we're being honest, Brett's probably about a 3 on the pillow talk. But a 12 in the sack. Yeah, he's the excellence mm-hmm. of execution in everything he does. I almost feel like he, it's probably backwards in real he life. He kills that ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kills that ass. <laughs> oh, Brett, no, he kills that ass. Um, what toppings do you put on your ice cream slash frozen yogurt? Um, hey, dude. So it depends on where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Nuts and caramel, baby. <laughs> Hell milk yeah. and Vaseline. <laughs> just milk put, and Vaseline. You just put a payday on your ice cream. I might, might as well, yeah. yeah. Um, I made my own paydays. It was great. Um, Me too, brother. Every day grinding out there. Cup of coffee in the big time. So if I went last time I went to Cold Stone, I got cake batter ice cream. That's a good one with mm-hmm. cookie dough and golden Oreos. Ooh, oh, it's great. But yeah, any type of cookies and cream, cookie dough. That's that's my go-to. Um, I do like some nuts or at frozen yeah. yogurt place. Uh, the Blue Cow. They have like the, the Reese's like peanut butter sauce. Mm-hmm. Shit's fucking good. Mm-hmm. You can also just put a whole cookie in your fucking thing. Tight. If it depends on my mood, like if I were to go right now and get it, it would be just like. Vanilla and one um, vanilla cone and, and one vanilla cone and crushed up uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh, mm, that's good very good. Hell. Yeah, I just turned into a five year old when I'm like getting ice cream. Like I want cookies oh, and candy. Yeah. Same. If I know it, I know what I'm going in there for. Yeah, I yeah, I, I really candy. like you know like am I? little pieces of, like cookies, Seriously. just like like a chocolate chip cookie, or even better like the M M&M and M 
like chip cookies. Those I, in there. I genuinely am one like when I see like the fruit option, I'm like, no. Um, I, I like strawberries. I, I or I, banana. I, I love like a nice brownie banana. mixed into one. Yeah, mm, like brownies are real good. Um, I literally just thought of this, but I've been recently getting French Toast Crunch from the uh, grocery outlet. It's oh, fucking tight. amazing. It makes me so mad. It's only it in the small boxes. Yeah, put it in a big I, bags. I literally ate. No, put it in a big bag. Uh, two. I'm not proud of this fact, but two days in a row, I ate an entire box each day. Damn, um, hell yeah. Because yeah. I ate it. Like I've been eating the uh, meals. cereal, but I want that on ice cream. The now. like the yeah. snack. Like the it's like the cinnamon toast crunch remix snack like pack. Mm. It's like cinnamon toast crunch, vanilla checks, and the little churros one. Okay, mm. it just comes in a bag. It's like as a snack, and I I'll grab one of those and fucking take mm-hmm. that shit and just just kill it. You know I hate oh, yeah. just like Brett kills that ass. I kill dude, that dude, I, I'll kill ice cream like Brett kills that ass, dude. <laughs> Uh, and I, I hate to say, it, but we might need to bank the rest of the questions if there's no. Any that's more. it. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay. Because I think we're uh, we're a little over. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm good. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's why I asked beforehand. I know, but I, then know I, didn't realize, I didn't realize ship. there was thirty fucking I know questions. How to run this shit. Oh, also, I, I ask for a lot, and this, this is what we get. Um, honeycombs has like a snack too. It's like big honeycombs. It's the fucking what? Best. Big yeah. honey. I love big honey. It has one big bee in there too. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fight him to get to the snack. Mm-hmm. That's the prize. The prize is the cereal, but you have to beat it's, the big bee. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, like bee Arthur. It's like a final boss oh, of a man, video dude. game, but yeah. for the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> the final boss is B. Arthur <laughs> protecting the cereal. Damn, that'd be tight. I would just bow down that, and respect that, her. No, I, I or, was going to say that'd be tight. Mom. B. Easy fight. I like when people's names are just one letter. Oh, it's mm-hmm. Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's not what I heard. Um, it's also the name of his niece. Yeah. Like K and J from Men in Black. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kevin that's, and James. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Paul Blart. Um, that's it. That's the show. Wonder when he's gonna be a porn star. His next one, hell yeah. That's the that's the one I want to see. Gets fired from the mall cop world and has to go do security. And on then the I want to watch the uh, the porn parody of that, <laughs> where it's a porn star that has to become a a mall cop. Oh man, it would be mall cock something mall cock. Oh, that's good. Oh my, Paul, Paul <laughs> fart, Paul, Paul fart mall cock, Paul fart mall cock. There's there's a more sexual way. to No, do because it. it's also gonna be a fart. It's very ne- it's a very niche oh, okay. video. Okay. Um. Yeah. Everyone check out Paul Fart. Balls mall, fart mall cock. <laughs> ball blart is what it'd probably be. Ball blart mall cock. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I'm fucking in, dude. <laughs> God, there's too many. Brett's good, gonna. Brett's gonna start and kill. That there's ass. too many good options for the this episode title. <laughs> I might have to do like you know like sometimes it's like things have one title or another title. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe, make it the parenthetical. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the sub Ju- the subtitle to me the without title. you, Julia, or Holy to the Bells with horses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll just have one of those. Yeah, just be a post rock song of a of an episode title. Or Geodo something. <laughs> no, what? The Undertaker's thirst for revenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. That's the show. Thank you for listening hey, to Geodo. That's been right? the show. Right. 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 Rate. Correct. Rate, review, subscribe. Those three words. Yeah, leave us a review. Please. Oh, my God. It's been two years yeah. since we've had a review, so Bryson. leave us one. I would like to I would like Put to, me to over. know what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put me over. It helps Put- us in the iTunes chat. Bur- bury me. <laughs> bury us. Give Fucking bur- roast us. Bury me, Daddy. Yeah, fucking bury ro- me. <laughs> fucking roast us, dude. Well, fucking Brett's burying something, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, burying in that ass, dude. <laughs> Um, WrestleBoys316 says, everyone get your vaccinated so we can go back to...